CruiseCompete.com is a simple concept. We give you the tools to find the perfect cruise and request quotes. Independent travel agents can then see your requests, and they respond with the best custom cruise offers they can, all competing to offer you the best deal. You compare these offers in one convenient place, along with consumer ratings and reviews of the agencies. As only the best agents survive in this competitive environment, you'll have some great options to choose from. You then remain anonymous unless or until you decide to contact an agent by phone or by email to ask questions or to book. Find out why more than a million cruisers are members of our free, unique service and start saving both time and a significant amount of money on your cruise vacation via Cruise Compete today. travel writer and photographer. This past spring, Debbie experienced Alaska aboard the Uncruise Adventure small ship Legacy along with her partner, John. Debbie, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Oh, you bet. I'm really excited to hear about this. So I understand you had a chance to explore Juno before boarding your ship. What was that experience well, like? Well, I did, but first I should tell you that this was my very first trip to Alaska. So I was very excited about being in our 49th state. Um, Juno itself is just one of those kind of cool old gold rush towns. It's on the side of a mountain, and I uh, checked out a couple of the good bars there. But it, I also checked out the Capitol building because Juno is the capital of Alaska. And I was able to go in and actually manage to see a vote in both the House and the Senate chambers. That's pretty neat. Yeah, that was very neat, you know. And then um, Uncruise provided complimentary tickets to the tramway. So I walked down there and I took the tram up pretty high above the, the city and you just get this fantastic panoramic view. It was wonderful. Nice. So you were actually welcomed to your cruise by the owner of the cruise line. That's got to make you feel uh, like a well, like a valued customer, I would think. Did, well, uh, we were welcomed, yeah, by uh, Dan Blanchard himself, who is the owner of Uncruise. He is quite a guy. Some people, in fact, call him Mr. Alaska. Oh, wow. um, but he lives in Juneau, and he, um, I guess he's always been connected with boats. He was first a boating importer, and, and then... At some point, he became a day cruise captain in Glacier Bay. 
and claims that that was a life-changing assignment, that he fell in love with Alaska and eventually was able to work for a small yachting line and then, you know, progressed that into small ships, and now he's the owner of Uncruise. So you've sailed uh, both large ships and small ones. What uh, what made you choose Uncruise to see Alaska? Well, I really think the advantage of Uncruise in Alaska is the fact that it is a small ship. It can go where others or certainly where those big ships can't go. And then the other thing that really appealed to me was getting off and being active. Um, you know, this is not a, this is not a sit back and just watch the sunset cruise. This is get out there and do something every day. I, uh, I, I understand where you're coming from. That's, uh, that's the kind of vacation that I tend to prefer as well. So tell us about the ship and your cabin and what people can expect who are used to being on large cruise ships. What, you know, what's different? Uh, what's the same? Uh, what do you have to prepare okay. yourself for if you decide to go that route? Well, first of all, I was on the SS Legacy, which is a copy of an 1898 Gold Rush steamboat. It's a very cool-looking boat from the exterior. Um, The interior carries kind of along with that theme. There's like a Victorian theme in in the lobby and in the restaurant. But the cabins themselves are um, modern. I would tell you that they're not luxurious, but... Um, certainly more than adequate. My cabin had two single beds and um, the shower, uh, I mean a bathroom with a shower, and then right outside the door is the balcony. So you felt like you had your balcony, but, you know, it wasn't absolutely your own. Got it. Um, the one thing, I guess, that people need to realize is that um, there's not very much Wi-Fi in the inner passage of Alaska. So it doesn't really matter whether you're on a big boat or a small boat. There's just not going to be great Wi-Fi. Okay. Um, So what uh, what were the other passengers like? Well, the other passengers, I was curious about that. Um, And then, like me, I'm a boomer. Uh, I will say predominantly this cruise was boomers. Um, successful business people, you know, um, no kids, and uh, a very, very friendly group. Just just worked out that way. I'm not sure if it's allowed except maybe during summer months. Got it. But I'm not positive on that. We had no kids on the cruise I was on. Got it. So mostly... um Successful go-getters, healthy, want to get out there and uh, and yeah, and active, active. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess you probably got a lot of just sort of interesting stories and interesting people who've traveled to a lot of different places. Absolutely, yeah. It's it, you know, it's it was a really um, communicative group because we all sort of just bonded with each other and and telling stories like that. Where have you been? And um, you know. What other cruises have you been on? So, right. About how many uh, how many people on the ship total? Well, the ship holds a, uh, a maximum of ninety. But I went in the very first week of the Alaskan cruises, 
So we were maybe just two-thirds of that. Um, but I will tell you that we were the only ship out there, which was really very cool. Oh, that's neat. And so you get to see um, – you also get to see the same people a lot and, and get to know them a little better than you would on a – Yes, yeah, because it was a small group. Right. So how was the how was the food and the service, and how do they handle all the uh, the dining and things like that? Well, the food was, I think, very good. It it to me would be like if I go to a fine restaurant. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying it's Michelin five stars, but it was very good food, and you always had a choice. Um, the early risers, and I'm one of those. You could find coffee and and you know. Um, starter breakfast in the lounge no matter how early you got up and i imagine there are a lot of a lot of early risers that's true yeah right um the cocktail the bar is complimentary and um i forget but i think it opens at 11 in the morning it seemed like it was always opened Mm -hmm. um and they did have a pastry chef so we had excellent excellent desserts and um one night there was a all you can eat Alaskan crab leg dinner. Oof. That was a big hit with everybody. Wow, sounds awesome. Um I, of course, you know, salmon, you're in Alaska. I happen to like salmon, so I think I had it twice during the week. Now, a surprise wake-up call at 2 in the morning is usually not a good thing, but I hear you had a very uh, pleasant surprise uh, the first night you were on board. I did. Um, We were awakened in our cabins by some announcement. Um, There was an aurora borealis outside, and I've never seen one, so I just quickly threw on my jacket and, I don't know, my boots or something, and ran out there. And um, now I will say, it wasn't like the fabulous pictures you see of the really saturated colors in the sky. This was more like this just super amazing glow in the sky. It's um, it's definitely a picture that's hard to describe, but certainly I will, will keep it in my memory bank always. It was a wonderful experience. I've been to Alaska twice. I still have not seen an aurora borealis, so. I'm a little envious there. Well, I, I want to go back and see, see, you know, one of those really, really great, colorful ones. Mm-hmm. I bet. And, you know, then you can figure out how much of the, the pictures you've seen are people messing with their saturation settings. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> real. So uh, the mm-hmm. owner of the line is an expert in Glacier Bay, as you mentioned, and I guess you guys spent two days there. What were some of the highlights? Well, Glacier Bay is kind of everything that I envisioned Alaska being. It was pristine landscaped, snow-covered peaks, crystal clear blue water, um, just, you know, a dramatic view every which way you turned. And, again, we were the only ship out there, so that that was like we had the entire park to ourselves. Um I I had never seen a glacier before, and um, we got a chance to get up close and actually watch them calf, which is oh, wow. where they break off and the part falls down into the to the water, and see you know icebergs floating. Um, did you do a glacier? But my did I do what? 
Did you do a glacier hike on the glacier? No. Well, yes, we did. Yeah, um, yeah we did. We did. I'm sorry. I did forgot you, did, did you, that did one you place. Did you put on the crampons on your shoes? Yes. Just that, that's, just for a little section. That's that just was my. Section. I did one up in uh, in in Canada in the Canadian Rockies, and just that just that physical sensation of the sort of crunching along on this big ice field with the the um, that fresh water coming down in rivulets. Just yeah, it, experience. it is. It is. It's it's pure Alaska, you know. Mm-hmm. But I have to tell you what my best memory is from Glacier Bay. And that is the polar plunge. Mm-hmm. I um, decided I was there, and I might never get to go back again. So I put on my bathing suit, and I jumped off the back of the deck when they were doing it into 38-degree water. Oof. It was thrilling. It was thrilling. Uh-huh. I popped out very, very quickly, but I would do it again. It was it was awesome. That sounds amazing. So... Obviously, one of the big attractions of Alaska is the wildlife, and you guys saw some fantastic marine and land wildlife on your trip. You want to tell our uh, our listeners about that? Again, it was not disappointing. Um, The very, very first day, I'm on a skiff or like a little tender going out for a hike, and all of a sudden we slow down and, and then stop, uh, we couldn't go on our planned hike because there was a bear on the shore fishing. So that was like, okay, we really are in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, another time we saw humpback whales that were just, it was like they were putting on a show. They were breaching over and over and over again for over, you know, 40 minutes. It, it was just phenomenal. And like you're in your everybody, own documentary here. <laughs> I know, and everybody was so excited about it and talking about it. And then the captain comes on when we just sit down to dinner and says, sorry, folks, but I think you might want to know there's a pod of orcas out there. Everybody, like, dashed out of the dining room and started, you know, looking at the, the pod of orcas. So that, that was another really cool thing. We also saw... Um, goats, like mountain goats, um, sea lions that were basking in the sun on this one particular island. And then one day when we were out on the skiff, um, these porpoises, I think they're called doll porpoises, big ones, they they just like escorted our boat along. It was like they were our private, you know, escorts. Very cool. And, there, oh, of course, there's there's many body, bald eagles there and um, other birds. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So, this was a very active trip, uh, skiffs and hayaks, oh, sorry, kayaks and hiking trails. Uh, what were some of your favorite uh, hikes and, uh, and outdoor activities that you did? Well, I, I just really loved being able to get out and 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 see real Alaska, you know, not just what I could see from the boat, but actually to go bushwhacking back in in the brush. Um, We took some hiking trails that led to scenic waterfalls. Again, you couldn't see them from the ship. You had to get off the boat and and do these. Um, And then the skiff tours, sometimes the skiff tours went out so that we could get 
a more up-close look at some of the whales or the glaciers. Um, and they were amazing as well. So I, 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 I loved all the outings. So tell, me, uh, tell me about the guides and the folks who are uh, escorting you around and, and doing the education. Well, almost everybody on this ship, unlike most other ships I've ever been on, uh, the crew is American mm-hmm. or Canadian. Um, and, um, th- you know, this is what they live for. They are true naturalists, and they're very into um, the scenery, the wildlife. They make sure they take very good care of you. Um, so they were they were a tremendous help. Nice. So what were the uh, the evenings aboard ship like? Well, again, if you're going to compare this to a big ship with professional entertainment, there is none on an uncruise. It's a very low-key um, environment in the evening. Some people will play card games together. A couple times we had a speaker or a photography slideshow. Um, but th- this is a group that uh, was active in the day and gets up early but also goes to bed early. Well, you know, a day being out there hiking is going to make you ready to ready for a couple drinks, a good meal in bed, I would think. Exactly. Now, Alaska is, is a definite mecca for photographers, and uh, and you're a pro. Uh, I can imagine you went through a lot. You know, in the old days, it would have been a lot of film. Now, I'm sure it's a lot of uh, megabytes. But what are the favorite photos that you took on your trip? Well, my I guess my favorite is the whale breaching. I, I, I got one really amazing shot, you know, with his eye perfectly clear and the the you know the water just him shooting out of the water and it just jutting up there. Um, I also was able to catch that sort of ultimate whale's tail, you know, where it's just perfectly up in the air. Um, that was that was exciting to get one of those. Um, one day we went to this beach where there were these just round it was round rocky beach. It was very difficult to walk on, but Photographically, it was fantastic. So I have some panoramic shots there because there were mountains in the distance and then these really, really amazing rocks up close. Uh, that's one of my favorite pictures. Um, and, and I will say this, that the uncruised people, the guys, they, they also take pictures of the participants while you're out there. So they send those to you when you get home. So it's kind of fun, you know. I, I have a picture of me taking pictures. Mm-hmm. What do you uh, What do you tend to do with these photos? Do you uh, do you uh, blow them up and put them on the wall? Have them printed on canvas, or you know, from this trip, I actually made a poster and had it printed. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those collage posters. It's right. uh, it has you know I don't know twelve pictures or something from it um, because yeah that we we were so lucky we had clear sky six of the seven days so it was you know great for picture taking and even on the last gloomy rainy day i I was actually excited by that because it gave a totally different look to the picture it looked like you know that scene those scenes in titanic of uh, little icebergs floating all around Uh, so i was able to capture that too 
Yeah, I imagine it's uh, one of the tough, toughest things probably was deciding uh, which pictures uh, are the best when you take a couple of thousand and everywhere you look is something that can be a, a piece of art. Well, that's true. But, you know, for me, they're stored on my computer, on my hard drive, and um, they're the best souvenirs I could ask for. Oh, I can spend, you know, time just looking back at those, and they bring back all the wonderful memories. So um, just, you know, get an external hard drive and store them all on there. Um, you know, if you wanted to uh, do a little photo display and throw that up on uh, All Things Cruise, uh, just as a, that would, uh, I think that would be neat. I think our listeners would uh, uh, would definitely like to check that out. I'm actually kind of excited to see them. I am a, okay. not a professional photographer, but I take a lot of pictures that I love for a little bit and then uh, look at a month later and go, yeah, that's not really very good. Uh, <laughs> but I do like, uh, actually my whole house is photos that I've taken on my travels that I've had printed on canvas or had printed on metal uh, that I have up on the wall. Mm. And I'm running out of wall space, and yes. <laughs> starting to dig some down. But uh, also, um, do you have some up at uh, at, uh, at your website at Bylander by Sea? You know, I don't think I really do have them yet. I've been traveling so much, I have not done that. But I can I could put some up on um, All Things Cruise. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. Um, so once you returned to Juneau, you had a chance to visit the uh, Alaska State Museum. Did you find that to be worth the trip? Yes, I really did. It's a fabulous museum, and I think a lot of people do miss it. Um, because UnCruise, you know, really tries to educate their guests, I learned a lot of Alaska history during the week. But that museum, going there on the, the last day before I left, really put everything into perspective. So I, I was very glad I went in there. Nice. Any uh, overall advice for our listeners? Well, don't wait as long as I did to go to Alaska because <laughs> it's really amazing. And I would say go early in the season. I, I went, you know, that first week they offered a cruise, and um, it, it was amazing. So far less crowds um, and, you know, as I said, we had we had Glacier Bay to ourselves. Pretty hard to beat. Well, um, this has been absolutely great. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us. I am my pleasure. Uh, you know, your descriptions have been very vivid, and uh, I know that uh, I'm now anxious to go back to Alaska. <laughs> I'm also kind of hungry for some crab legs and salmon. Truth be told. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would go back in a heartbeat. Yeah. My guest today has been uh, Ms. Debbie Lander, a travel writer and photographer. Uh, again, you can see Debbie's work at All Things Cruise as well as by Lander, as in B-Y-L-A-N-D-E-R, uh, by LanderC.com. To our listeners, thank you so much for spending time with us today. I'm Bob Levenstein for Cruise Compete.